Sci-Fi Fans is the official podcast of science fiction author W.A. Blinko. Before today's episode, I'd just like to mention how this podcast is made. Thank you so much for listening to that short advert. It really does help this podcast. Now, without further ado, on with the show. Hi, welcome back to Sci-Fi Fans, the podcast of movie trivia. Today, I'd like to take you through two different films. They are Big Trouble in Little China and Willow. But don't worry, if you haven't seen either of these films, I'll give you a brief plot outline and then we can go into uh, the details. So starting off with Big Trouble in Little China. The story centres around Jack Burton, who is a lorry driver that gets trapped in Chinatown. Whilst he's trapped there, he gets dragged into the mysterious underworld and all of this underworld is beneath Chinatown itself, where he has to face off a wizard called Lopan just to get his lorry back and save the girl. <laughs> so, uh, so there you go. That's the basic story premise of the film. It stars Kurt Russell as Jack Burton, Dennis Dunn as Wong Chai, and Victor Wong as Egg Sheen, and none other than James Hong as David Lopan, the evil sorcerer. It was made on a budget of $25 million, so a lot of money back in 1986, with high hopes of a big box office return. However, they were disappointed because the box office only returned $11.1 million. It was directed by John Carpenter, known more for his horror films than a martial arts action comedy film. Uh, so I'm not sure whether it's because it was John Carpenter that's the reason why it didn't do so well at the box office. Um, or it might just have been Miss the press release. They might just got the press campaign, the advertising campaign wrong for this film. It always scores highly though on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, sitting with 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb at the moment and a 75 Rotten Tomatoes. An audience summary comes in around about 4.5 out of 5 stars. I would give it a five star because for me, the humour, the action it, that takes place in the film is well choreographed. The humour is genuinely funny and um, it's just a fun film. If you want an hour and a half, two, two hours or so just to sit down, take your mind off of what's going on in the world, grab yourself a copy of Big Trouble in Little China and uh, you won't be disappointed, I guarantee it. If you are, come back here and tell me. <laughs> so uh, here are my... Uh, just a few points of trivia from this film that you probably didn't know about. Whilst they were filming the brothel scene, Kurt Russell was actually suffering badly from the flu. And this is evident because on screen you can see him sweating. That isn't actually makeup or any special effects. That is a genuine sweat because he had a fever at the time and uh, while they were shooting. Another iconic 80s film, and again we're talking 80s, is Highlander. This was also being filmed at the same time and was made by 20th Century Fox as well. But did you know that Kurt Russell actually turned down the role of Connor McLeod in order to star in Big Trouble in Little China? Did you realise that if you translate the character name Maya Ying into English, it comes in roughly as cat-like? The three storms that are in Big Trouble in Little China are a copy of the three assassins from The Lone Wolf and the Cub 
that was released in 1973. The characters on the front of Egg Sheen's bus say Uncle Egg's tours guarantee a good time. During the wedding scene, Lo Pan injects the needle of love into Mao Yin. James Hong actually injected Susie Pai too hard. He, he just stabbed her a bit too much. And you can see her flinch as he's injecting the needle on screen. So moving on to Willow. Willow is a farmer who becomes entrusted with the task of delivering Elra, a human princess, to her kind because Willow is a dwarf. And he has to protect her from the evil queen, Brother Morda, who has this prophecy that a child will be born who will overthrow her. And she doesn't want that to happen naturally enough. So she's evil and she does kind of evil things and tries to thwart the safety of Elra. As I mentioned, Warwick Davis stars as long, along with Val Kilmer, Jane Whiteley and Ruth, Ruth Greenland. It was made on a budget of 34 to 35 million dollars and it made a profit of a hundred million dollars so that kind of begs the question of hundred million dollar question why didn't they make a sequel they have made a disney plus series and that's available it's either available now or it's coming soon on disney plus so a little disney plus uh, plug there um and yeah, it always ranks highly with audiences and it's currently sitting around about 4.3 out of 5 on an audience score at the moment. It is a, it's well worth watching. It's quite a fun little film and Warwick Davis, I believe, was only 17 when he made it. So quite early on in his career. And if you want to find out a little bit more, carry on listening as I'm now going to tell you a few more things about Willow. I think something that gets forgotten and not many people think about is the age of the actor when they're portraying a certain character in a certain role. Now I didn't realise that Warwick Davis was only 17 when he filmed Willow. As I've mentioned before, George Lucas has a phenomenal imagination, but it surprised me to learn that he wrote the story Willow specifically for Warwick Davis after meeting him on set of Return of the Jedi in 1983. So he must have had quite an impact on the guy in order for George Lucas to write this film purely for him. In 1988, CGI effects weren't anywhere near as refined as they are now. So it's no surprise then that the devil dogs in Willow are real dogs. In fact, they are Rottweilers wearing a face mask and some sort of suit. I don't know whether it was intended or not, but Val Kilmer actually ad-libbed most of his dialogue throughout the film. Now, if I was the scriptwriter and I'd given him specific things to say, I'd be a little bit miffed about that. But as I say, I don't know whether it was um, intentional or not. I'm guessing by the fact that it was most of his dialogue, it was probably intentional. What do you think? Leave a comment in the box below. In order for Warwick Davis to have his long hair throughout the film, he wore a wig. Now, I can only imagine what long hair is like, and I might even resort to wearing a wig one day myself. Because of the uh, practical effects and the visuals that they wanted to create for the magic within the film, they actually consulted a real-life magician. That was David Burgless. 
And that's where I'm going to wrap up this episode of Sci-Fi Fans, the podcast. Thank you so much for your time and allowing me to talk to you for the last 10 minutes or so. As you're still here, have you considered following me on YouTube, TikTok or Instagram? Link will be in my uh, on my website at wayneblinko.com. And um, yeah, thanks again for your continued support. Also, you're obviously enjoying science fiction, pop culture trivia. Have you considered downloading a copy of my book, Broken Ceasefire or Xander Salvation, which are both available on the Amazon bookstore? If you've got the Amazon uh, Kindle Unlimited, you can download a copy of those books for free. And all I ask is that you leave me a review on there. Thank you very much for your time and I will speak to you again next week for some more movie trivia. Stay safe. information in this podcast episode is researched by myself, Wayne Blinko. I use various websites such as IMDB or official websites from actors, films or film studios. Thank you very much.